I used to roll back woods, rip the dawns, good wherever he goes. One million and one flows, depositing dough. Set you down with the mafia family, let me know. Yeah, number one, I don't do number two. They watching how I do, because I'm really hood. Red hoodie, gold jewelry, too groovy, might lose me. Don't approach with the foolery, keep the two on me, homie. You don't know me, rip the dawn, the one and only. Welcome to the Really Hood Podcast. I'm your main man, Rick the Dawn. Hey! <laughs> Alright, so this episode is bound to be pretty controversial. It is called The Rapper Who Loved Black Women. Did you hear what I said? It's called The Rapper Who Loved Black Women. And guess who that rapper is? It's me, your main man, Rick the Dawn. Before I get started, I would like to say that this episode is brought to you by VidMondo. Head over to VidMondo.com. Competing with YouTube. You know what? Let me stop even using YouTube. Competing with ourselves. Go over there, create you an account, and start uploading some content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the current state of hip hop is in shambles, in my opinion. But you know what I am. I'm that old fart. I'm that old person like, well, back in my day, we had Tupac, <laughs> which wasn't much better, right? I would say that the state of current hip hop is a little nerve wracking. I have a little girl, actually I have two, two daughters. One is a little older, but one is little. And I often wonder and hope that she grows up in a world that respects who she is as a black woman. And if not, I guess I'm gonna have to prepare her for what should come her way. The current state of hip hop is not necessarily the current state of hip hop because the way that hip hop is currently orchestrated and running, it's, it's, it's been this way for a little, a little while. I wanna say, as early as 1990, rappers have been a little harsh when it came or when it comes to women, black women. And we, we're the only genre that does this. You don't hear rock and roll guys degrading their women like we do. You don't hear country singers degrading their women like we do. It's only hip hop that does it, in my opinion. I mean, I don't listen to rock and roll and country music, so perhaps I'm wrong. But I'm telling you, I've never heard a rock and roll person call their women a female dog i just never heard it is it possible i'm sure so my thing is this the current state of hip-hop which has probably been this way for about close to 30 years at this point where every time you every time you turn on music something negative is being said about the black woman i'm not the one that is okay with it at this particular point in my life again having children i was a contributor to this 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 narrative I had a mixtape that came out sometime in 2005. And I would say every line, every song was riddled with, with uh, B words, H words, all kinds of de derogatory terms towards black women. And I think I know why I was doing that. I think I was regurgitating what I was hearing and I wanted to fit in. But one thing that I'm happy to say about myself at this particular point in my life is I want to fit out. I don't want to fit in with anybody. I don't want... I don't need a crowd of people. I just need to make sure I, I can sleep at night and I'm at peace with myself because I'm willing to take the stand for what I believe in. And I believe that hip hop needs a change. And I know I'm asking a lot right now because hip hop is a young man's game. And as I told you, when I was younger, I was trying to play the get along 
for the long game. And that's most likely what these younger rappers are doing right now. And they probably won't find any problem with it until it actually affects their children. If you ask me, this entire thing in terms of rappers degrading their own women is betrayal. It's betrayal. And it also is a little delusion. Because if you ask a rapper who is their favorite woman on the planet, you know what they're going to say? Their mother. Nine times out of ten, if they're not married, they're going to say their mother is their favorite woman on the earth. And if I'm the reporter, my second question is, is your mother a B word or a H word? They probably would get offended. They would say, of course not. You know, she she's a queen. But what's the difference between, here's my next question. What is the difference between your mother and the women you're talking about on these records? And you know, you, you know what they're going to say. It's the same thing every time. Well, you know, I'm on the road and, you know, I get approached by a lot of different, you know, types of women. I know the difference between a, a sister and a, but here's the problem. When you're broadcasting that, you're not saying that. You're not saying I'm talking about a special or specific type of woman. It's always very general in the way that they talk about the black woman. It's not, hey, I'm separating it. This girl was this way, so I'm talking about this type of girl. They don't specify. They just go out and say, I don't love these H's. B word this, H word that. They don't specify. Or they, you know, they don't do anything to articulate the difference. So what I'm saying is I believe it's a betrayal of our black women. The point that we have to make sure we understand is that we all came from one. If you are of African-American descent, you came from a black woman, right? And, and a lot of times, which is the crazy part, here's the crazy part. Most times in these households in the black community, you know who stays around and raises these same knuckleheads that fill their music with all these slurs against black women? You know who raises these, these, these guys? Black women do. Because we know what our black fathers are doing a lot of times, not all the time. I'm a black father. My kids are upstairs in a bed. So I know not all black fathers are deadbeats. I'm not even going to play that game. But we also know what we see on a daily basis. At least I can speak for myself and say I see a lot of single family households or single parent households. And a lot of times, you know, those kids live with mom. So with that being the case, how do we fix our mouth to you know, you know, slander our black women. How do we do that? In my opinion, it's a, a great betrayal. And I'm going to try to say this as nice as I can. But I believe that this current culture has some... How do I say this without getting in trouble? Because I don't care about being canceled. I don't care about that kind of thing. But I want to be respectful. I'll say it this way. Perhaps the smart thing to do is just say it. And then if it sounds bad, apologize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... I believe that black men on a subconscious level suffer from homosexual tendencies. We are quick to, I'm talking about guys right now, black men. We are quick to slander our black women, but we won't do the same to our N-words. All right. You hear songs. I love my N-words. Anything for my N-words. Uh, I got my N-words back. We're going to ride for our N-words. But wait a minute. Hold up. So you're going to ride for a man but you're going to talk down and just dis dis destroy the, the uh, integrity and the self self-esteem and the self-determination of a black woman. That don't sound like something that a straight man does. That's not like a, a, a homosexual agenda type of deal. And um, we know that hip hop is definitely pushing the homosexual agenda. I'm not sure who they are, but if you watch enough content, you'll see man's got men with their booties out and all kinds of weirdness. So I would argue that hip hop has a homosexual issue. We would rather 
destroy our women and ride for our N-words. Not even for our brothers. I think I would be a little less weary if it was I ride for my bro, I ride for my brother, my cousin. <laughs> no, that's just my N-word. Like, that's what a female would say. Like, baby girl, where you going? Oh, my N-word house? Like, you got guys sounding like that. I'm not that kind of... Like, so, that's why I had to name this this podcast episode The Rapper Who Love Black Women. Because I love black women. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Not to sound like uh, a bad person here. But I don't typically care too much for male company of any sort. Okay? If you take a trip back down memory lane and you spot me in high school, you're going to see me with, like, four females and i know them all by name i won't say them on this podcast and we will hang with each other every day and uh you know i make them laugh i just i like having that female energy around me i never like having males around me like that so when i hear this 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 uh this narrative or this uh continued bashing of black women it makes me wonder that's all i'm saying it makes me wonder and i have to point this out it is not corny to respect black women I feel like that is the narrative that we're pushing these days. That's that's the narrative that we're supporting. It's corny to love and support and respect and and take care of black women. It's corny to be married. How? How? <laughs> that's crazy. That make, that makes no sense. We got to get to a point in hip hop. I hope. And if not, we got to leave hip hop alone. We got to say, all right, hip hop, you've had your chance. You had your time. I mean, at this point. It's really done nothing for us. I mean, seriously, seriously, on a global scale, what has hip hop done for for the black community on a global scale? Um, besides giving you something to bop your head to, has it done anything impactful? I mean, if we go back into history, the last time hip hop was really impactful, in my opinion, was the Chuck D era, where he was like fight the power and he was making you know he was emboldening black people to have some dignity about themselves or that era when queen latifah was out and she was kicking her game and who you calling the b word and like to me that's that's social and, and i'll even be i'll be honest that era of nwa you know i think that was even though I'm, I'm i'm against their message overall i have to say they gave black people some attitude and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that i'm not necessarily okay with every individual song and all the other stuff but what they stood for as far as not being pushed over especially by the law i think i'm okay with that message a little bit um but i think at this point we've gotten in a space where we're just kind of going with the routine nothing's really coming out this this helping us if, if in fact i think we are probably in one of our worst errors in hip-hop ever i mean we got this whole thing where people are killing their ops is what they call them not realizing that, that these ops are their brother and sisters and you know and we're all we're all related somehow i'm sure if you go far enough down the uh the genetic pool we all are related somehow some way right but now we have this era where we're you know hurting each other and then bragging about it on on a record i don't know about that one i'm not a big fan of that part i just want to point that out it is not corny nor should it be viewed as corny to love black women i'm trying to figure out what song in the last three years has glorified black women the way that they should be glorified, the way that they should be praised. I mean, black when we have some of the most beautiful, the be most beautiful women on the planet, right in our vicinity, and we act like we don't even see them, and we get and, and, and we got the nerve to be mad when the white man, the, the the Spanish man, all of them, they come and grab the women up because I mean, come on. 
but it's crazy. Let's take a little pivot real quick and take this mirror that I'm hold, holding against the man of the black community and let's swing it over to the women of the black community because I'm about to say it right now. I'm just going to say it and I apologize later if it sounds bad, but women, it's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. Oh my goodness. You play into it. You will listen to a song where a guy is calling women, black women to be word, right or wrong. I'm right. Okay. I know a lot of women play into it. And a lot of times they support it. They're supporting it with their money. They're supporting it with their stream. They're supporting it with their view. And if you go to a concert of these young rappers, you see women crying in the audience, grabbing at their legs, grabbing at they, you know, they, they privates, trying to rip their shirts off. So not only do they support the self-destruction of the black black women in our in our culture, they support it, they adore it. Not only do they support it, they adore it. They cry for it. They love it. And I can't understand that. I've been trying to. From, from my perspective, if a, a female rapper was just throwing darts at black men, black, you this, you that, you ain't no good. I'm not listening to him. I remember when Destiny Child came out with that song. What was it? No Scrubs? Oh, that was, that was TLC. TLC came out with one. And I think um, Beyonce, I mean, uh, Destiny Child had a couple songs where they was just like throwing shots at the at black man. I mean, that stuff got played out real quick, didn't it? But oh, but wait a minute. <laughs> uh, a black rapper, a male, discredits and, you know, throws shots at a, a female, a black female. They support it. So I would argue that a lot of this is your own fault. You support your own discouragement. And might I continue when I say, that even the female rappers of our current era are not doing much better. They talk like the guys. <laughs> they talk like the guys. Uh, they're calling themselves these derogatory terms. So at what point can I can't? So I sound like an idiot. I, I sound like the person. I, I got to be the only person in this club, the rapper who love black women, when the black women don't even love themselves. So I'm by myself, and that's the way I like it. If I'm by myself, that means I'm in the right place. I get worried. When I'm around a lot of people, that means I'm I'm probably fitting in with somebody. I'm following somebody. I like when I'm by myself because by myself means I'm I'm leading. I'm leading something. And uh, yes, our black female rappers, as talented as they are, we haven't got to a space where they're using that talent to uplift. Now I will say there's some good anthems out there. I've heard a couple of them, and I have to make sure I'm careful here because just because these Female anthems don't sound the way that I think they should sound, which is you don't have to call yourself a B word. You don't have to call yourself a boss B word. Call yourself a queen. Why you don't want to do that? Because it's corny. I, that's my point. But I will say this and give a little bit of due credit. These black female artists are starting to wear the pants. And by that, I mean, they're making sure, sure that the world is on alert, that I'm a boss. I just wish that they would change the language. I like the attitude. I like the authoritarian you know, behavior, the demeanor. I'm not necessarily sure I like the wordplay. It's almost as if, and this is my issue with all the hip hop, it's almost like there's a lack in lyrical ability. It's like our rappers are illiterate. You know, if you ever been around somebody who doesn't have a vast vocabulary, they only cur they curse every sentence because they don't have the vocabulary to express themselves using vernacular, right? So they, they have to resort to these three and four letter words. It's like they can't use a word that has more than three syllables or more than two, rather. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some of these people and rappers, especially, they can't speak past one syllable. <laughs> what 
up dough. <laughs> they can't say nothing else. Like, how are how are you doing? Doing has two syllables. They're like, nah, I can't do it. Can't spell it either. So my point is, I like the attitude. I like the spunk of our, our female rappers. I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm a fan of the, the language. And uh, I have to say that, you know, I have, like I said, I have two daughters. They, as much as I really want them to, you know, feel empowered and, you know, listen to some of these beautiful and strong black women, I can't because they're pumping poison, just like the male side, not only to the black community, but into the black community of black women. Come on, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right. And we're the only genre of music that really does that. You go listen to some country, man, them country white girls. They just be, they, and I'm going to walk all over you. You know what I'm saying? They don't be, they don't play no games. I got some boots they're made for walking. Basically, like, if you don't respect me, I'll leave you. Like, these white country singers, these females, they'll tell you. They'll tell their man. Like, if you don't respect me, I got a robe. Our side, we, we, I mean, our side is, we got some work to do, folks. That's why I'm doing this. And you know what they always want to try to label me as a coon? I'll be a coon then because I'd rather be a coon than a, than a donkey. I'll tell you that. I'd rather be a raccoon than a donkey. All right? Because a lot of the stuff I'm hearing is donkey BS. It's craziness. It's, it doesn't make sense logically. I can't be a coon because I'm trying to work with our own kind to help our own kind. <laughs> I'm not saying, hey, go out there and make them someone. No, I'm saying let's respect ourselves so that we can get the respect that we deserve. How can we require respect from other races when we're not respecting ourselves? That's what I'm saying. And if that is cool behavior, then so be it. So be it. And the thing is, I don't know where we went wrong. I, I was thinking about that as I was starting to come up with ideas for this episode. Where did we go wrong? I want to give a shout out to my main man, Tupac. When I was growing up, my mother didn't really let me listen to hip hop. It wasn't If it wasn't for my father... I probably would have never heard much rap music. But one thing about it is my mother, she tried her best to shield me from a lot of stuff. But hey, she got to go to work sometime. She got to go out with her friends every once in a while. And my mother was the quintessential definition of a black queen. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, I don't care what she did. I don't care who she did, what or what, whatever. Black queen in my opinion. And that's the other thing before I get into my story. So what? She, she, she cheated on you. So what? She had three boyfriends. So what? She was in a strip club. So what? She had this, she had a little period where she was giving it up and she was sleeping with, you know, him and him and him and them. And then went, so what? So what? We got guys who do that on a daily basis. And, you know, they and we never and we don't we don't ever check them. We never say nothing about them. It's only when the females do it. So there you go. That's called a double standard. That's bias. I want to just point it out. I'm going to put it out there. I must be a feminist. I believe in women's rights. I must be a feminist. I must be. Because I hear what I'm saying, and I can hear a feminist saying it. So I got to be a feminist. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, I'm all about women's rights and protecting our women. I love our women. My mother was a black queen, and I'm going to be honest with you. She didn't listen to hip-hop, and now I know why. Because black queens can't listen to somebody telling them that they're not a queen, right? It's hard for them to do that. If you think about it, it's just hard. She wasn't, and our culture has changed so much that now our queens do listen to Poison. But anyway, where did we go wrong? The one artist my mother let me listen to was Tupac. I'll never forget. She bought this tape. It was a cassette tape. She brought it home. She said, I want you to listen to this over and over and over again. And I'm like, what is it? 
She was like, it's some rap music. I'm like, wait, you don't even like let me listen to rap music like that. Anytime I'm in the back of the car, all I hear is gospel and R&B, R. Kelly. All she listened to was R. Kelly and gospel. <laughs> Terrible. She, she passed away, so she has no idea all this new stuff. But she let me listen to this one song, and it was Tupac. And I listened to it. It was two songs. It was Keep Your Head Up. All right? And if you, if you go read the lyrics for Keep Your Head Up, that must have spoke to her so much that she wanted her son to hear it. And I believe that her plan works because as, as you can see, I'm I'm regurgitating some of those same principles that Tupac was talking about and keep your head up. Now, when you turn the tape over to the B side, you already know what song was on the B side. It was Dear Mama. So that was the second song. It was only two songs on this cassette tape. None of his other stuff. Dear Mama and Keep Your Head Up. Both of those songs were encouraging to black women. And I want to say I really appreciate Pac for taking that stand. He was not afraid to go against the current. So she let me listen to those two songs. And for I, I was excited to hear it because he was very lyrical, very passionate. And he made a lot of great points that even my eight-year-old brain could comprehend. Now, here's the thing. He didn't maintain that, did he? He didn't maintain it. When he got with Death, uh, Death, Death Row especially, he started to want to fit in again. And that, that message began to get more and more dark and hardcore and dirty. And there you have it. But I, I still maintain that though his message did change, you know, you talk to any woman who met Tupac, whether in his earlier years or later, they seem to really love him. So I'm assuming that he continued to show black women the respect that they deserve. However, he didn't perpetuate it in his music, which is what I really wish he would have continued to do because we need that so desperately, right? Where do we go from here? It's simple. We need people like myself, people with a media outlet, even you, just spreading the idea that black women deserve to be respected. Don't listen to it no more. I'm going to tell you something you don't know, or you should know, or that you may know. The more you hear that you are B-word, the more that you hear you are H-word, the more you hear you ain't nothing, that becomes your reality. Like, I always use this example. If every day... When you wake up or when you woke up when you were a kid, your mother came into the room and said, get your dumb butt out, the, get your dumb butt out the bed. And you heard that every day for 365 days. Get your dumb butt out the bed. You think you don't feel smart when you went to school or when you were walking to the bus stop? Probably not. But what if this happened? Every time you woke up, your mother or your father came in the room and said, good morning, beautiful. You look amazing. You are so intelligent every day for 365 days you wake up good morning beautiful you look amazing you are so intelligent every day every day every day you know what happens that becomes your reality you want to know why because words are powerful and that's why i'm against these rap these rappers right now because they don't understand the the quality and the the uh the the danger in the words that they are speaking for them it's all about a, a payday and we already know hip-hop ain't really making the money like they used to make. A lot of these guys got loans. You know what I'm saying? And it's contingent upon record sales. But who making, who sell, who buying records? Nobody. So they selling out their community for nothing, for crumbs, for a loan. Goodness gracious, it's, it's a terrible game. And that's why it takes people like me to speak out about it. It takes people like you to hear it and then share it. And, and then also speak about it. It takes people like us, me and you. To make sure that our kids, our, our daughters, our beautiful queens that we are raising don't hear this trash. Because let me tell you something. They're hearing it. And it, it's changing who they are. I mean, I'm seeing girls as, as young as 11 years old with long eyelashes. So they're already adopting a certain culture. 
Come on. Long eyelashes before they even know how to read. They can't. You tell them same girls to read a sentence from a, dic from a dictionary or, or an eighth grade uh, reading textbook. They couldn't read a full sentence without stopping, stuttering, because they only know text language. I mean, we are prioritizing the wrong things. Why should we be prioritizing eyebrows and eyelashes over cognitive development? <laughs> I know why. Because our music doesn't say anything about that. Our music doesn't promote anything like that. Our music promotes homosexual agendas and slut agendas. And as you look around, I'm pretty sure you can see both of those two things on the rise. Okay, those two forms of business are thriving right now. I hope that I did not offend, but if I did, it is what it is. And I'm always gonna try my best to be as authentic and unbiased as possible. My goal is to do the opposite of what these rappers seem to be doing, which is destroying their own community. My goal is to build it. But with that being said, thank you all for uh, tuning in. I'll check you out on the next one. The Really Hood Podcast, signing out.